Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Good morning, good morning, everybody. It's 10.08 WTIC News Talk 1080. Uh, Will Marotti Show. Will Marotti, your host, Matt Royce, our master ceremonies. Uh, your, your host here trying to be patient. I'm generally a patient person. I, I've had a lot of years of experience of being patient and listening to people. But what I, what I won't listen to are people who are bringing, uh, what I won't be patient about are people who are bringing theories, unproven theories, to the program and then presenting them as though they're undeniable, inarguable, incontrovertible facts and belittling people who believe otherwise. I won't, I won't tolerate that. So um, for, every, for every article, let me just say this, for every article that there's, there's bioweapons labs in Ukraine started by Dr. Fauci, not that I'm a Fauci fan because you know what I think about Fauci, but for every for every claim that there's these these U.S. funded bio labs and Putin's justified for going into Ukraine because we they're afraid that Fauci's going to unleash COVID nineteen on Russia. For every one of those theories, there's another story saying it's a crackpot conspiracy theory led by QAnon. So, you know, let's just if you want to talk about something that's a theory, let's make sure that you go you you present it as though it's an opinion. It's not a fact, and everybody dis- disagrees with you is somehow a flat-earth Neanderthal, because that's not going to fly here. It's not at all. Joining us now on the hotline from the Heritage Foundation. Now, somebody might have some knowledge of what's happening here. I don't know, 30 years in the military, most of that time Special Forces, Pentagon, West Point graduate, War College, high-level security clearances. Oh, I don't know, maybe Steve Bucci might have a, a sense of of what right and wrong is in this conflict. I don't know. Steve, welcome to the show. Oh, it's great to be back on the show, Pastor. Thank you for having me. You know, I'm getting I'm getting a, a lot of uh I'm getting I'm getting several calls of people that are saying, you know, Putin's justified for going into Ukraine uh because of, you know, we we supported the Orange Revolution and there's 14 or 12 depending on what conspiracy theory you read. There's 14 or 12 bio uh, weapon labs in Ukraine that that we funded and Fauci, you know, orchestrated and all this other stuff, and and they're trying to make the the the, the serious case that this is entirely justified this invasion 
and we don't know, and we and we need we need to understand what we're doing here. Uh, and my only point is that well, what what is what is undeniable is that innocent innocent women and children and men in Ukraine are being murdered by this Russian invasion. Would you care to weigh in at all? <laughs> yeah, I'd be happy to. Uh, first, a fact. Uh, you know, I've heard lots of people who are trying to sort of justify Putin's actions say, well, you know, Ukraine's always been part of Russia and we took Ukraine away from them uh, and it was just wrong. Yeah. And Putin has even alluded to this. Of course. But if you look at the facts, when the Soviet Union made the decision to break up the the Soviet Republic of Russia, the Soviet Republic of Ukraine, and the Soviet Republic of Belarus were the first three presidents who got together and said, you know, this is not working, guys. We're going to break up. We are each going to be independent states. And what everybody else in the you know, Soviet Union does up to them. Mm-hmm. And they made the decision to break up and let Ukraine, which had been a Soviet socialist republic, like a state mm-hmm. within the Soviet Union for a long time, let them break up. Now, I realize Putin doesn't like that decision, but that had nothing to do with the West. We mm-hmm. didn't make them do it. We didn't demand that they do it. Uh, they made the decision. Uh, second, the I've heard several people opine that during the time Russia was down, you know, right after mm-hmm. it broke up, when, you know, these gangsters and everything were coming in and were setting up these businesses, that um, America, and they that's the way they describe it, America went in and hand in glove with these guys just raped the economy and kicked Russia when they were down. I don't know. I lived through that period. I don't know where they're getting that narrative. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Russia had a hard time. You know, I've seen all these countries transfer from communist governments to trying to move towards something more effective, like yeah. capitalism. Mm-hmm. And they all struggle because the first people who benefit are the people who figure out if you break the rules, you can make some money. Mm -hmm. Uh, So Russia had some problems and there may have been individual American citizens who went in there and pulled scams. I I, I'm not getting down to that level, but I can tell you the the American government had absolutely no interest whatsoever in going in there and stealing what from Russia. They they didn't have anything at that point. What the heck were we stealing from them? And what was the motivation for doing that? What we did do was send lots of government advisors. We tried to help them build some of the structures that were necessary to have a functioning government. Some of them were adopted. Many were not. Uh, Putin rose to power. And, gee, all of the oligarchs who are in power now around the country, who own all the businesses, almost every one of them has deep KGB ties. Mm Mm-hmm. So they were Putin's buddies. So how is the fact that Putin has assisted all of his buddies and, you know, like takes his 25 or 30 or 50 percent off the top of their profits? How is that America's fault? Mm -hmm. 
I, I find this really kind of ludicrous. The last thing on the, the bio labs is no offense to those folks, but Putin isn't even claiming that. You know, Putin is saying, I, you know, I want to control Ukraine, one, because we always have, and two, because they're being mean to ethnic Russians. I mean, he's yeah. even calling it a genocide. That has been totally repudiated by all sorts of, of NGOs and yeah. non-political people. Yeah. And for some reason, I think for his own consumption domestically, he says, well, there, there's a bunch of neo-Nazis over there. Mm-hmm. Well, no, there's neo-Nazis inside of Russia, too. Right. Uh, I don't there's think there's probably neo-Nazis people. everywhere if you look hard enough. Yeah, I mean, they, we shouldn't, you know, help them be in charge. But last time I checked, Mr. Zelensky, no one is accusing Zelensky of being a neo-Nazi. Well, uh, what they are so, accusing him is being Jewish, which, you know, yeah, is, 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 is the obvious and clear. factor there that. Um, <laughs> so I, I don't know. It's just that, you know, Putin isn't even claiming what some of these people are claiming, yeah, Pastor. So right. I, I think it's a bit of a stretch. Yeah. And I've seen absolutely no evidence that Dr. Fauci or anybody else in the American government yeah. have set up you know, bio labs all over the world, in particular, a bunch of them in Ukraine. Yeah. That's a fantasy from 12, 12 to 14, depending on what theory you read. There's 12 to 14 yeah, I, U.S. funded bio labs, warfare labs in Ukraine. And this is one of the reasons that Vladimir is invading Ukraine is to take control of these bio labs. Don't don't you think that that <laughs> old Vlad would have made that part of his justification for doing it? I mean, it's it's a case. it's a better reason than he's got so far. <laughs> I mean, yeah. So right? I think if if these people who are saying that didn't make that up themselves, yeah, then I'm guessing if you went back to some of their sources, it would get traced back to things like RT, you know, Russia Today, the, yeah. and some yeah. of these other. Oh, and, and uh, really, the, the the source of all this stuff, if you if you read enough about it, the source of all this stuff is Russia. Russia propaganda. That's where there's. That's where it's leaking out of. It's nobody official in Russia that's saying it, but it's it's these Russian back channels. So I don't. I don't know. I, all right. So so what what is not what is not uh, unclear or what is not propaganda is the fact that that there's a lot of innocent Ukrainians being killed right now. And Correct. what is clear, and we know this from you know news outlets being in on the ground. Um, residential areas are being targeted guided missiles are being sent and blowing up apartment buildings that's not disputed it's indisputable so my question is and i don't have an answer but i'm looking to you uh, should we do more and and you know there president Zelensky has, has been crying pleading begging nato for a no-fly zone and up until this weekend i was completely against it and now i'm starting to wonder you know maybe it's time to call putin's bluff i don't know what do you what do you think? Uh, you know, I to be frank, I'm not a big fan of of no fly zones. That that used to be, with respect to the past, uh, you know, John McCain never saw a crisis that he didn't think a no fly zone could solve. Okay. Uh, and there's a lot of people who are, have picked up on that now and say, oh, that's the solution. Mm-hmm. We've done them before, and. Unless the other side really has no particular air force to speak of, mm-hmm. they're kind of hard to pull off. Mm-hmm. And it, it, it involves a lot of killing of people to make it happen if the side you're trying to control has a functional air force like the Russians do. So 
a no-fly zone there, while it might be useful, it, it's going to be pretty bloody. Uh, so I think there's some other things we could do before we get to the no-fly zone. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we could strengthen the sanctions we're doing and really cut off Russia from everything. I agree. Uh, you know, isolate them completely, you know, a la North Korea and uh, places like that, mm-hmm. uh, where we have uh, experience with very, very strict sanctions regimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, we darn sure shouldn't be importing any Russian oil mm-hmm. to our own country. One, we don't need it. And two, why in the world would we buy their stuff? Yeah. Three, I would disconnect the, you know, the negotiations with Iran from anything having to do with what's going on in Ukraine. Right now, Russia is trying, because they know Biden wants a deal with Iran so badly, mm-hmm. he is, is pushing that uh, if, you know, if we play along in Ukraine, he'll help us get the deal with the Iranians. Mm-hmm. But by the way, he doesn't want any restrictions on his dealings with Iran. So he mm-hmm. wants to be able to sell Iran arms. He wants to be able to be free to work with them for selling oil places. Uh, it, it's kind of a sweetheart deal that, frankly, I don't think we need at all. I, I think it's a bad idea to redo that deal with Iran. Mm-hmm. Uh, next, I think we should be really cranking up our offensive cyber operations against Russia. And I know immediately there's going to be people out there who are going to call you and say, well, wait a minute, Russia, they could then turn around and attack us with cyber. There you have. I, I got news for you. Yeah, <laughs> they do it every single day <laughs> uh, constantly, yeah. and we are better at it than they are. We just don't do as much cyber uh, operations, offensive cyber operations, as Russia or China. Uh, they are doing it constantly, one, to make money, two, to steal intellectual property, uh, three, to set conditions for future operations. But we could do more damage to them than they could do to us. Even though we have more targets, and I'll fully admit that because we're a much more advanced digital system than theirs, uh, we have better weapons mm-hmm. that could, could go after them in the cyber realm. Mm-hmm. And we're also better at defense than they are. They are really bad at defense uh, because offense is a lot easier than defense, and yeah. they're just not as good at that. Yeah. Uh, and then the final one, Pastor, and I'll stop, take a breath, and let you talk, <laughs> uh, is is the mm-hmm. use of our special operations forces. I was going to uh, ask and this that, has, yes. has two aspects to it. One are the guys who work in the intelligence community. They Mm -hmm. belong to the CIA. Mm -hmm. They're called the CIA ground branch. Mm -hmm. Uh, They get utilized in, uh, in covert operations all over the world. Mm -hmm. Uh, We don't take down governments like the Spetsnaz do, or the Mm -hmm. Iranian uh, uh, IRGC Quds force guys do, Mm. but we could go in there and they are trained to help, People like the Ukrainians fighting against this invading army. If you want to take it a step beyond that, you could also utilize our military special operators, mm-hmm. the Green Berets, the Navy SEALs can do this also, uh, the Marine Corps Raiders, the newest of our special operations capability, can also do it, where they go behind enemy lines in small groups, work together with the locals 
bring them equipment, bring them capabilities they don't have, mm-hmm. uh, and and assist them in this guerrilla warfare against the invaders. That would make this far more costly for Russia mm-hmm. uh, at with a much smaller footprint, very few people, relatively speaking. Uh, and then the, the final part is doing what they're finally deciding to do, which is to try and get more, uh, you know, Russian-built aircraft yeah. to the Ukrainians as replacements for ones they've lost mm-hmm. that they already know how to fly and are willing to fly. And those are the MiGs and the SU jets, which they're trying to get right. from Poland, and we're going to supposedly replace. But here's my question, Steve. Now, Putin's like yesterday or day before, not Putin, Russian war ministry said, if any countries, if any NATO countries are allowing Ukraine to launch missions from their air bases, they are counting it as those those countries have now entered the conflict. Now, I understand the same the same logic or the same justification could be used with a no-fly zone, but, but the fact is we have supplied, we, the United States, has supplied Ukraine with javelin missile systems, with stinger missile systems. There's uh, apparently a lot of destroyed Russian tanks in Ukraine. There's, uh, I just read this morning, they're claiming they've shot down 44 Russian aircraft. Um, isn't that kind of the same thing? I mean, sure, it's not we're directly involved, but these are U.S. weapons that are killing Russians. I mean, where, where, does, where do you think Putin draws the line? And at what point do, do they say, well, you're already involved in the conflict because of the weapon systems? Well, to be honest with you, they could say that now. Yeah. I mean, in the, the strictest interpretation of international law, if you give weapons to one side in a conflict, the you're other involved. side... <laughs> can declare that you are a combatant. Yeah. Uh, so we've already crossed that line. We've crossed that line because Russia is attacking us with cyber and right. is attacking the West in general. We've crossed that line because we've supplied, you know, weapons uh, that are defensive in nature. I'm doing air, air quotes here, mm-hmm. uh, you know, <laughs> as far as stopping tanks and stopping aircraft. But you know what? You use those same weapons when you attack as when you defend. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I mean, you use a tank in the defense, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, you use close air support in defense. So to say that there's a big distinction there, the distinction is Putin said, well, they already started doing that, so we really don't want to tangle with them completely. So we'll say everything else that they do is going to cause a big problem. Putin is a bully, Pastor. He mm-hmm. is going to huff and puff and stomp his feet and say, if you do this, you're going to pay a price. But you have to stand up to him. Now, is there a risk there? Absolutely. You know, he could suddenly go totally bonkers and start shooting nuclear weapons at people. But Mm -hmm. you know what? He could do that now. The fact that he just invaded a sovereign nation with absolutely no real justification with, you know, nearly 200,000 soldiers and heavy equipment is kind of bonkers in and of itself. It is. You know, the, the, the idea that, this is going to change fundamentally uh, as you move up the scale of, of, you know, destructive power. Okay, but does that mean if because he has that threat, we let him do whatever the heck he wants to do? No. That doesn't seem right that we're going to stand by and let a sovereign nation that was peaceful, not attacking anything inside of Russia or anything else, and suddenly... We're going to say, well, it's okay if you guys 
you know, come in here and just take it over. Yeah. And, oh, by the way, in taking it over, you end up killing a boatload of civilians who are just sitting in their apartment buildings, yeah. hoping the Russians will go away. Which is what's uh, happening. That's, that's exactly what's happening, and that's exactly my point. I don't know, I don't know what to do, but I just have the sense that we should do more. Uh, and, and I don't know where that's going to go, but I, I mean, I just, I just cannot see us as, as good moral people allowing these Ukrainians to be slaughtered by somebody who we know is evil. And that, and that's Vladimir Putin. Hey, listen, we could talk about this a lot. Hopefully we'll, we'll pick it up next week. Steve Bucci heritage foundation. Always a pleasure, sir. Thank you for coming on the show. It's always my pleasure, pastor. Thank you for having me. And I look forward to talking to you next week. All right. Have a great week, Steve. All right, uh, we're going to take a break. Commercials, news, come back. Open the phone lines, 800-966-9842, I'd, I'd like to know what you think about this. Do you think that we should be more more involved? Are we? Have we done enough? Uh, should we do more? That's the question when we get back. Stay with us. WTIC News Talk 1080. Back to the Will Marotti Show on WTIC News Talk 1080. All right, welcome back. 1039 WGIC. 800-966-9842-860-522-9842. You know, it's baffling. We have, oh, let me me just say, these are uh, some of the amens that came in today. I want to just give my amen choir a shout-out. Gene R., uh, Michelle F., Carol J., Elaine P., Dean L., down a little bit uh, from last week on Amens. And if you want to share that, you can do so on social media, uh, Instagram, Facebook, uh, Twitter, or LinkedIn. Same handle, all four accounts, at Will Marotti. You can also contact me via email at willmarotti at yahoo, yahoo.com. Um, yeah, let's go to, uh, let's see, let's go to Jeremy's On the Road. On the Road again. Hi, Jeremy. Welcome to the show. Hey, Pastor Will. So uh, a couple points here, quick. Um, you know, Ukraine support is great. The civilians are dying over there. But I feel like there's an absence of <clears throat> talking about the Donetsk and Lugansk Republic republics. There's people yep. dying there, too, that are civilians. Mm-hmm. And it's been going on for a long time. Mm-hmm. And in my opinion, I kind of think we're pushing Putin closer to, closer to Xi. And the bear and the dragon have been forecasted forever. Oh, yeah. Foreshadow, foreshadowed. Yeah, no, I think you're right. But don't you think it was already happening? Yeah, but now. Don't you think there was already a cabal what other, what between China and Russia? What other option? Now, now we're we're making it easier for him to make. Well, you're right. You're right, and I don't I don't so, have a good answer for you there, Jeremy. I, I, and then I my last thing is, uh, I know some people think her her delivery is a little abrasive, but I I like Kim a lot. So I like Kim as a person, and I and I and she's very smart, and she has very good stuff. But sometimes she's a little a little over the top, and that's that's and, that's my problem. And uh, when the world is running towards a cliff. He who runs in the opposite direction appears to have lost his mind. <laughs> Thank you, Jeremy. I appreciate your call. <sighs> Let's go to uh, Hamden and Greg. Greg, welcome to the show. 
Hey, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Doing well. Uh, listen, I first wanted to uh, commend you because the way that you handled some of the callers, you're a better person than me. Um, <laughs> you know, stating your point, and I echo, yeah. it's a fact. Right. And, uh, yes, again, Kim, probably a great person, but, um, she is. Yeah. you know, one of the first statements of we got to take the emotion out of it, well, number one, again, it's a fact. Women and children, men, they're innocent civilians. And yeah. so it has weighed on my mind as well as what else can be done. Um, and I do have a question about that. Sure. But, uh, again, to bring up the point about emotion, the second part, and this is just me personally, is how does one not factor in an emotion? It is still a fact when there are such innocent individuals, yeah. no matter whether it's Ukraine or somewhere else in the world, dying. Um, with yeah, good point. Good, the, good point, Greg. Thank you. And, and with regards to the question I had is, the last I heard, and if I heard correctly, it's about a percent of the oil that we acquire from Russia. And the spike in gas, the spike in oil prices, there, there must be a considerable amount of other factors that are uh, contributing, correct? I, because I, well, I, I mean, think I, about it, I'm right? Oil, oil is always it's 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 sold, it's purchased, it's all speculation. So so oh, speculators yeah. drive the prices up, and and yes, oil's going up, the, the cost of of crude oil is going up. So in anticipation of that, of course, the prices are rising by the speculators. But again, I mean, Trump had us, Trump had us as a energy net exporter for oil and natural gas. And and I don't think this would be happening if Trump was still president. I don't think this would be happening if we still had a strong national energy policy, which we don't have. Which we no right, we no longer have. And there was another caller. I, I'm not sure if they were a guest or a caller. We made a fantastic point: is that we we become so uh, reliant, and mm -hmm. we don't. We're not very self-sustaining. And we should be. We've got enough of everything. We have everything we need right here. We don't have to import oil. We could. We got more oil under Alaska than you could possibly imagine. And yet, and what are we doing? We're we're buying it from places that people don't even like us. I mean, it just it's God, it's folly. That doesn't make, that doesn't make sense. Yeah, Greg. And I the appreciate... only other question I had. Sir... Okay, go ahead. Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. No, was with regards to the ceasefire, and and that's the thing that really I just don't understand. Um, and, and your last guest, um, Stephen um, Cibucci. Yep. Forgive me because I kind of giggled a little bit thinking Stephen Buscemi, but sorry. <laughs> um, but um, the ceasefire. He'd be good in warfare. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. Um, but, I mean, that also, if it's not, if the ceasefires are not being respected, if they're yeah. not being acknowledged, shouldn't that there in itself be at the tipping point of where other countries, allies of the United States as well, and, and it's just, like you said, Ukraine is a sovereign nation. Yeah. That we're not stepping in doing much more. Well, but for a piece of paper and a signature, if they were if they were members of NATO right now, we'd already be doing something. I, you know, I, so it's like, okay, they're not members of NATO, but yet they're still trying to be emerge as a you know, a, a, some some form of a, a freely elected capitalistic country, and yet you know we're we're being held back and constrained by fear of Russia. So I I I, I I'm not sure how that works, Greg. You know where where I where I have a hard time with that, and it's not you. It's yeah. 
it's the it's the the thought process of if it wasn't for that piece of paper, if it wasn't for being, it's as if I'm going to walk up to a a, a, a car accident, okay, yeah. and, and we know that there's, there's a threat of a fire because there's gas leaking and there's a child in the back, but that child's not covered under my insurance. Right, so I'm not doing anything. I'm not going to do anything. <laughs> right. No, you're, that's a great illustration, Greg. That's a fantastic illustration. Listen, thank you so much for your call. I really appreciate your points. I truly do. 800-966-9842. Uh, let's go to New Britain and Louise. Hello, Lu- Louise. Long time no talk. Yeah, yeah. Long way, too, but I'm offering it up. Okay, I'm sure because it's Lent that you're promoting prayer and fasting, but we need to up that. That's the, that's the added piece. It's a spiritual battle, too. Prayer, and, uh, and Matthew and, and Mark, mm-hmm. Jesus says some evil spirits can only be driven out by prayer, prayer and fasting. fasting, and that's yeah. what we need to do. Please, people. We prayed in church yesterday. I pray every, every day. Every day I'm praying, particularly now, for yes. the situation in Ukraine and the aggression that's taking place there, and yeah, I mean, prayers are our most vital link as as followers of Jesus, that's, for sure. That's right. The suffering people. We can't, we can't, you know, give up a meal or something or something that you like to do or, or Internet or TV show or movie, whatever. You know, shame on us if we can't do that. So please, people, for this intention. And if, you, if you're Catholic or otherwise believe in the power of the rosary, please pray the rosary. Miracles have, have been wrought through mm-hmm. our Blessed Mother's intercession. Queen of Peace. Mother of God. Uh, prayer is important. We we believe praying directly to the to the source in Jesus. Do, but but uh, prayer, no matter what, prayer is effective and prayer is vital in, in is days like this. Mary is mother, right at the foot of the cross, mm-hmm. and that she was given to us, and that's what we need to do. Okay, you know? Louise, thank you very much. Appreciate your call. All right, we're gonna take a break. A couple commercials. We'll come back. We're gonna set up for the between round bagel last caller of the day. Yes, could be you. Dozen bagels, free bagels for six months. Could be you. Delicious. I've had them. I love them. Can't wait to give them away. When we return, more calls right here on WTIC News Talk 1080. This is the Will Marotti Show on WTIC News Talk 1080. Welcome back. Great show today, guys. Thank you very much. Great call volume for a Monday. Very good. Appreciate you guys so much. Again, I want to ask um, ask for your help. I mean, if you can uh, you can share the, the program with a friend, a relative, associate, neighbor. Say, hey, check check it out. So, you know, if you like it, if you like it, share it. Um, check it out at nine nine thirty ten ten thirty. Will Marotti show. You know, it's a caller-driven show. We try to we try to do our best to uh, not, and we don't. We don't schedule a lot of guests. One, possibly two per per the show. That's it. Uh, Wednesdays all caller Wednesday, so we don't schedule any outside guests. Only you guys, and because uh, I that's the, I like I like talking with you guys. I like having the, the dialogue with you folks, and so there's no reason to have outside guests. We have plenty of guests right here. So let's go to the guests as we sit up for the Between Rounds Bagel, last caller of the day. Let's go to Tom in New Hartford. Tom, welcome to the show. Great to talk to you again. You know, I thought of a bumper sticker. Everybody seems to drive like crazy because they're so upset about everything. 
And I thought of a bumper sticker. It was, quit rushing me. I'm saving fuel for you. <laughs> That's and, cute. Uh, that being said, I noticed a lot of people are escaping uh, Ukraine now, rushing over into Russia to be part of their system. Well, they're going to Poland, too. I you think know, probably you know more going to Poland you know, than to Russia. Russia's so great. Everybody's going there on their own free accord. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like like they're trying to, because we're so bad here. That's why people are trying to break in here, right? Cause we're, yeah, exactly. We're yeah. a horrible country. And one more thing. Hell has no borders. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> that's a good point, Tom. I appreciate it. Thank you for your call. Let's go to uh, uh, the center of the universe, Waterbury and James. James, welcome to the show. Yes, good morning, Pastor Will. I would just, uh, the reason why I'm calling is that we better be careful when we're talking about um, taking Putin to court. Because that's what many people of the left, on the left, mm-hmm. did want to do with President Reagan, mm-hmm. the two Bushes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. And, and President Trump. Yeah. And Everybody wants to go to is, court. What is, if we're going to take Putin to the international court of law. Yeah. What I'm not a fan. This, what will be the statute of limitation that they wouldn't come back for one of our presidents? Yeah. I, I'm, I'm not, a, I'm not, I agree with you. I'm not a supporter of that at all, James. I think it's a bad idea and I would not promote that okay. whatsoever. The other thing I want to know, where are all those left who you just come out and, and demonstrate against American when we go to war? Mm-hmm. Where, where they are, they're quiet. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's the same thing with the, um, what they call it. Uh, well, let me, let me go on to something else. How would we like it if Russia put up, go, um, if Mexico tried to go with Russia? What no, I mean, it could, there's nothing stopping that from happening. Of course, we wouldn't care for it. We wouldn't we will like not it. Tolerate, no. We will not tolerate it. Well, nothing you could do to stop it if they wanted yeah, to. They're a free Cuba, country. They're a sovereign nation. We, tolerate, we didn't tolerate it when they put up, when we're going to put nuclear weapon in Cuba. But again, the big difference there, James, is there were Russian missiles in Cuba. There was Russian personnel in Cuba. There are no NATO or U.S. bases in Ukraine. There are no NATO or, or U.S. weapon systems in Ukraine. So it's a, if, if that happened, that would be a different conversation. But the fact of the matter is it hasn't happened, and, and the, the two situations are difficult to parallel. And now let me say I'm not agree with what, Russia, what Putin doing right now. Mm-hmm. But I'm, I'm only saying we, the president said, I'm afraid that the statute of limitation for President George Bush, even though I don't care for him no more, mm-hmm. there's a statute of limitation in 20 years. They might come and pick up our president. And I, I agree, James. I, the whole world court thing is, is, a, is a fallacy to me, and I don't, I don't agree. I totally agree with you on that point. I do not think we should be taking Putin to court. Absolutely agree. All right, it's time for the last call of the day. We're going to go to uh, a caller in Windsor. And this would be James. And, uh, James, you're going to be getting a dozen free uh, bagels from Between Rounds Bagel and Deli Bakery. They've got locations in Manchester, South Windsor, close to you, uh, Vernon and Talon. James, welcome and congratulations. Hey, thank you very much, Pastor Felix. I, I took a shot and I got a bagels out of Praise the Lord for that. <laughs> um, well, I'm going to wind up for the next six months, like local businesses, they're going to be donated. Yeah, good, good. So I'm gonna do. I just wanted to make mention that uh, with Putin, see, um, there was a statement that was made by uh, on Air Force One. You give a mouse a cookie, he'll want a glass of milk. Mm. So I don't know if you remember that statement. That was Harrison Ford. <laughs> That's a good one. 
That's a yeah, good one. but um, now, now the ironic thing, the totally ironic thing, is that uh, Biden is fighting to uh, want to ban the oil. Yeah. But then his second choice is Iran. Right. But he's not looking in his own backyard. No. Because with a struggle of a pen, he fired 19,000 people making five or six-figure salaries, affecting their whole community. Mm-hmm. So it, it just don't make any sense. Uh, and Biden is not making any decisions. I'm, I'm Maniacal sorry. people don't make sense, James, and, and yeah. people who are diminished mentally don't make sense. So we have Biden who's d- diminished mentally, and we have yeah. Putin who's d- maniacal. James, i got to put you on hold. Matt's going to oh. take your information. Please don't hang up. Matt's going to take information, send you your Between Rounds bagel. Thank you to Between Rounds bagel uh, certificate. So stay on. Guys, great show today. I appreciate you guys so much. Uh, thank you. Stay. Enjoy the weather. It's going to be a little bit warmer. I think we're coming out of winter. We're coming out of COVID. We've got a lot to talk about. We're talking about no more masks on planes, potentially, hopefully. We'll talk about that tomorrow. Matt, great job today. Matt Sorois, outstanding. I love you guys. Uh, enjoy the time, and I'll see you tomorrow morning at 9 o'clock. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 